What's happening? This is Vonte the Pro, and I'm kicking it with my homie. What up? I'm Will Gill. We are Hip Hop Review Podcast, and we'll be checking out all the latest hip hop albums dropping. We'll be reviewing some of our favorite classics, too. We'll let you know what's hot, what's not. That way you know what's going on. Yes, sir. You could be listening to any podcast in the world right now, but you're here with us. Bless up. Tato Pro, we are back. Yes, sir. Man, episode number Jim Lagner 62. 62. Yes, sir. <laughs> Man, it is getting a lot harder to come up with these athlete numbers. <laughs> Why you now, say that? Every episode we get, you know, we, we <laughs> lost the NBA because, you know, NBA, it's hard to get past 50 because referees got to use one hand when they call <laughs> fouls. So most NBA numbers are. 50 blank and below. <laughs> fun fact, yeah, fun, fun fact. fact, fun fact. <laughs> but, uh, hey, man, this is the Hip Hop Review Podcast, and we are fucking back. Hey. And uh, guess what we back with, Vontae the Pro? What are we back with? So last week, we did Lil Wayne Carter One Review. C1. And it was fire. Yeah. Do you agree? I liked it. I had yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. It was fire. And so we thought, you know, no new projects really been dropping this year, mm. so we thought we'll... Double back on that ass. <laughs> and uh, this week, we are reviewing Lil Wayne, The Carter 2. Yes, sir. And look, if uh, maybe you didn't hear last week's episode, which I suggest you do so, mm-hmm. or maybe you don't even know who this guy Lil Wayne is, let's, uh, let's hit our listeners with a little background check. Let's get it. Who does he think he is? I just told you who I thought I was. A guy. Uh-huh. I just told you. That's who I think I am. <laughs> the guy, Little Wayne, coming out of New Orleans, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. He signed with Cash Money at the age of nine years old. <laughs> I don't know about you, Von City Pro, but that sounds illegal. It doesn't sound right. It yeah. doesn't sound right. I don't right. think he could work at nine years old. I can't. <laughs> if I went to McDonald's. And a nine-year-old kid took my order, I would feel uncomfortable. <laughs> That's all I'm trying to say. I, I, I would feel the same exact yeah, way. But I, I, I guess back in the day, it was all good. And uh, Lil Wayne, he came up with the Hot Boys. Uh, a lot of people known him for coming up with the phrase bling, bling. Uh-huh. And this dude, Lil Wayne, just been dropping music consistently since 99. <laughs> that's uh, Oh, my God. That's 1999. And um, ever since then, he's dropped albums like The Block Is Hot, mm. Lights Is Out, 500 Degrees, Carter 1, Carter 2, Carter 3, mm, Carter mm, 4. Mm. And uh, Carter 5 is supposedly on the way. Free Wheezy. <laughs> uh, he also dropped a collabo album like Father Like Son. He's dropped the, the rock album, The Rebirth. He's dropped albums like... I am not a human one. Mm. I am not a human two. And he's just dropped a ridiculous music uh, w- with the mixtapes, like the the droughts, mm-hmm. the dedications, the Wayne worlds. And I literally would be listing off <laughs> albums for a couple of hours if I would literally list off all the mixtapes this guy has dropped. We don't got time for that. Yeah, on this Wikipedia, I've read that he's dropped a total of 40 
43 full projects. What a ridiculous amount of I've, music, Montana. Will bro. Gill, I've only dropped three so far, <laughs> and that's, and that's in a span of, uh, within a span of five years. I can't even, I can't even imagine it. Yeah. So uh, this guy Wayne is uh, he's living by the motto "Work harder than your competition," <laughs> and he's dropped a total of forty three projects. Uh, in the early 2000s, he's averaging about three to four projects a year. Mm. And for total, he's averaging a com- a combined complete two full projects a year. Crazy. And uh, so I feel like it's only right after last week we tackled the Carter one. Mm-hmm. This week we tackled the Carter two. Mm-hmm. The Carter two dropped in 2005, uh, a, co- a whole album of... A complete 22 records Montana Pro 2005 this album drop how are you feeling about this little Wayne Carter 2 album all right before I get into how I'm feeling I want to find I want to just point out one fun fact okay oh, okay so we've done C1 last week we did C3 a couple months ago yes this is C2 yes and I'm I'm thinking right now I don't think we're ever gonna do four Four or five. I don't think I don't. I don't ever think like that. Okay, so um, all my thoughts before I get into this, I just felt like oh, on C two, I felt like um, on a lyrical level, Wayne is just just literally at the best rapper alive. I, he's literally at that point right yeah. there. Um, I'm not expecting, but I'm demanding greatness at this point. <laughs> like that, that, that serious. Like um, southern music wasn't really it was it wasn't really where it's at today. I feel like it's really on its rise when when Wayne comes around, and I just felt like it was just really dope. I felt like Lil John had everybody crunk, and I felt like. After his run was over, Lil John's run was over, like the throne was there for the taking. And here comes Lil Wayne to take over for the Dirty South. And it was just, <laughs> it was just I don't know, it was just really dope um, back in 05. Looking back, um, most most people, most adults, most people who um, can appreciate music will say that C2 was the best Carter. I yes. feel like most people will say that. But I, I, I can see the... I can see the argument, but I just want to say, I don't know. For me personally, it doesn't really matter because I I picked the first one for my own personal reasons. I get why people will say C2, but, you know, I just like Manny Fresh a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but um, going back to this, I want to say that, um, like, I, I had a lot of emotions. And I feel like when I went to this, it was like my sophomore year of high school. I just, I just seen what he could do with C1, and here comes C2. So I was just really feeling, like... Really feeling like the bar was set. Okay. The bar was set, okay. and I feel like C2, he had something to, to deliver. My ear had developed a lot more. That's my sophomore year of high school, so I'm looking forward to this. But I feel like regardless of, like, whatever bar, like, I just feel like back in 2005, ain't nobody fucking with Wayne. Okay. Nobody is fucking with Lil Wayne in 2005. So I just felt like... If you gonna, I don't, I like, we're in 2017. I can't think of nobody right now that I think like ain't nobody fucking with this person. Like you know what I mean? Like back in 05, I was like nobody's fucking, fucking with Wayne. Wayne. You know what exactly. I mean? So, I, so I just feel like when. Like, this is just something else. This is really, 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 really unique right now. Really good time for hip-hop. But um, I felt really good about that. But what about you? Before you got into C2, you know what I mean? I feel okay. like on, on our last review, you found out. Okay. You, you had your moment. You talked to me. Like, people can appreciate that Will Gill was a true Little Wayne fan. I did that. Yeah. So, you did that. So now I want to tell everybody if they don't know the reason why we doing this review right now is for Will Gill. That's Will, me. <laughs> Will Gill said it's only right we do C two. So wh- what were you thinking about before you got into this, this okay. album? Okay, before we get into this, I got a couple things to address. What's up? 
if you're listening to Monte the Pro and you wonder why he keeps uh, having hiccups, <laughs> yes, we've been drinking. <laughs> yes. Okay? So I'm gonna, I wasn't going to say it, but we've been drinking. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm going to address that right off top. Okay? So let's get that out the way. Yes, we've been drinking. Yeah. And uh, we're going to push through this podcast. Mm-hmm. And two, when this album dropped in 2005... Mm-hmm. What were you thinking? Lil Wayne was my favorite rapper. <laughs> Lil I Wayne was the best rapper alive since the best rapper, rapper retired. <laughs> yeah. And uh, if you don't know who that is, just turn this podcast off. Yeah, yeah. And um, fun fact, in uh, 2005, during this Lil Wayne run, he dropped the single Fireman. Mm-hmm. And through that record and through hip-hop slash Lil Wayne, me and Monte the Pro have met each other. <laughs> we met each other uh, in school through this record and uh, with this song. We literally met each other listening mm-hmm. to the Fireman together. Through the power of Wayne. Through the power of Wayne. Wayne's world. <laughs> and now we have Hip Hop Review Podcast. What a story. <laughs> and um, So those are some of my few like off, off the top of my head thoughts about this Carter II album. And yeah. um. I would say at this point with Lil Wayne, uh, he had a couple feature verses, like uh, for example, the Soldier verse on uh, Oh Destiny's Destiny Child, yeah, 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 which he literally body bags that verse yeah. with Destiny Child, and Wayne is really putting on a show, mm-hmm. like he's really taking the the title as best best rapper alive, and not yeah. only claiming it. But running with Owning it. up to it. Yeah, and uh, Carter 2, when it dropped, especially with uh, the lead singles like Fireman, The Hustler's Music, mm-hmm. like he's really claiming it. Mm-hmm. And, I see uh, that. <coughs> and when Carter 2 dropped, I feel like it was an embodiment of when I was telling my friends, this guy Lil Wayne is getting busy, mm-hmm. and I had a lot of backpacker friends <laughs> like that fuck with like Talib Kweli yeah, yeah. and artists in that lane which most I respect def. yeah which most def which I agree they're a great artist but at the time Lil Wayne yeah. was shitting on everybody yeah yeah and it's not a game and uh Carter 2 I feel was the was the proof I needed to tell everybody <laughs> that yes Lil Wayne is the best rapper <laughs> alive at the moment I can see that I and, can see uh, that when this album dropped I felt like I was vindicated for all the uh, arguments I've had in high school <laughs> and with that said man let's get into our highlight record we have uh, 22 songs on this album Vontae the Pro Ooh. I think twenty two. Pro, if you don't mind, I think I'm gonna go first because uh, I have a huge record that I want to highlight. All right, man. This is special cloth alert. Tell them about Ooh. it. Tell them about it. And my highlight record for this album is track number fourteen. What's that? What's that? Hustlers record? music. Oh, we started there. Yeah, yeah. We that's that's there. why I want to go first. That's why I want to go first. And go look, ahead. Do you? Do you? Look, I usually do not like to pick singles for my highlight record. This is a single? Yeah, it's one of the singles. Shame on you, Will Gill. Second single of this album. <laughs> but this track is just flat out amazing. I would be a fool to say any record was better than this song on mm. this album. That's why I wanted to go first. I want to put you in that spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another I see your point. Record and I say, you know, Hustle Music. It's the best record. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I get you, I get you. <laughs> And I think this record is a huge record for Wayne, not only because it was a big single, but it signified 
the change away from the Manny Fresh era. Mm. Tone-wise, this record slash pretty much this album is a lot darker. It's a lot more soulful compared mm. to the first Carter. This album, I feel like we are getting the first taste of the adult Wayne mm. in his true form. N- not that 500 degrees Wayne. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not that Carter one I'm filling in verses for uh, Manny, Manny Fresh, Fresh Wayne. Yeah, yeah. But this is him. All him. Yeah. Bar-wise, this track doesn't lean on the wordplay slash metaphors that Wayne verses usually lean on. But this record, what it does, it, it, it really reaches for the soul. Mm. Or or what, or what how Wayne would say, right right in this sternum this time, T-baby. Mm. And uh, on top of that, this has nothing to do with the music. But the music video of this record, uh, Hustler Music, I feel like it really signified the change in fashion. Mm. Because... Um, they it, did it. I didn't. I didn't know they did a video to this. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, it made a huge difference because there's this brand you might have heard of it. It's What's called that? Bape. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Wayne wore this fresh ass Bape hoodie? jacket hoodie. Oh, in I do the music that. video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. from there, don't get me wrong. Bape was a growing brand already. Yeah. But when Wayne started wearing it specifically in this music video, yeah. Anything Bape started popping off mm-hmm. i see that too i can see that too yeah so to summarize everything i have to say one this record is timeless mm-hmm. two it's like soulful dark and it's like able to touch your soul at the same time three it's this record is a change of direction away from manny fresh and four the Bape brand really popped off mm. off this record slash music video. Yeah, 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 so yeah. So if you haven't heard Lil Wayne's Hustler music in a long time, it's truly yeah. a timeless record in its truest form. And if you haven't heard it, check it out for yourself. This record never dis- disappoints. And uh, track number 14, Hustler's music, <coughs> one of the best records on the album. You know what? It, it was really crazy about Hustle music. H- Hustler's music. <laughs> I really did not notice like the music video until you said like the Bape hoodie because I I swear to God when I was in high school I wanted a Bape hoodie so motherfucking bad. It's because Wayne was wearing it. Yeah, and I never knew why. I knew every I knew it was it was heavy in hip hop. I knew it looked cool, it looked fresh. But once I seen Wayne wear it, I was like, I need one of those. Yeah, I need one yeah. of those. And for the song itself, I feel like I love the song for so many reasons. This is one of those songs that when I put on a uh, Hustlers music, I feel like it just. I put this on when I got something to do. Word. I feel like I feel like I put this song on when I'm like, yo, I gotta I gotta get I gotta get shit moving. I gotta get I gotta go forward in life. And I just feel like I really like this. I feel like this song right here by itself is just like like one of the top three best songs on the Carter Two right here. I really love Huff, uh, Hustlers music. It just I don't know like. I, I just really like the overall theme of it and I really appreciate that like it makes me want to get up and hustle and do something and make me figure out what I what I should do today so I really fuck with C2 I, I, word, I, I, like this is one of my favorite top three songs right here word so Vontae the Pro we got 22 records uh, yeah what, what's the highlight record you want to point out 
you know, uh, I want to I want to highlight something. Okay, so in the last review we did, we talked about um, I talked I talked about I brought up the fact of uh, bring it back. Okay, and that was the first time Lil Wayne had ever brought up he, he ever said the, the the three words best rapper alive since the best rapper retired. Yes, sir. So I felt like it's when I when I got into C two and I heard a whole song and it was dedicated to that. And I'm talking about that. I'm talking about track number seven, best rapper alive. Ooh, you going there, Montana yes, Pro? You going there yes man i feel okay. like okay okay so uh, okay i want to put this in perspective i feel like track number seven best rapper live on carter two i think this song should have been nominated for a grammy grammy for best rap song of the year Ooh. i think it would have won i think if you would have put this song up in 2005 for the grammys i don't even know what the category is it should <laughs> all i know is that if it was four choices it should have been best rapper alive little wayne best rapper alive little wayne best rapper it should have been <laughs> i don't understand why this did not win the grammy no five but that's a whole nother story but i feel like the hunger on this song can not only be heard but it can be felt i really fuck with this song so um if you ask the streets back in um let's say the early 2000s around that time who's the best rapper in the streets Who, who's the best rapper overall everybody was saying little wayne everybody everybody like like i feel like my mom would have said that <laughs> shit you know so i feel like this song does a lot of justice right here um it's just like it's just really dope to me i just feel like him he's just being his best right here and i'm sure that you know with the opinion of everybody passing around like oh who's the best rapper right now it must have made his way up to little wayne and i felt like he heard this and he was like yo I'm going to prove to everybody why I'm the, I'm the best rapper. And I feel like he's just taking headshots at the whole rap game. And he's telling us he's got all these rappers in his belly. Like, he, <laughs> like one, one, one dope line, I don't I don't think he says it on the song, but he says it on, on a DJ Khaled song, like, um, feed me rappers or, or feed, feed me, me beats. beats. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like he got all these rappers. He he got them in his belly right here. I just feel like he just, he just destroyed the whole game. And I feel like... It's just really dope. Um, it says, like, these rappers are salty. And um, in each verse, I like how he switches up his flow. Second verse, he really, he really, sh- I, I, I thought it was dope because he, he shows his POV of New Orleans. And he tell us how these rookies, these rookie MCs smell like pussy. <laughs> and, he, and, and he's straight out the hood like an alley cat. Yeah. And like, yo, I miss that. Yeah. I miss that. I miss that. I miss that um, intricate flow. I miss the way that he was thinking about songs. I miss, the, I, I miss all of that shit. Like, when, when he says he's the best, best rapper of live, this song right here proves exactly why. And I really miss everything about this, man. Like, just thinking about it right now. It's like, damn, man. Um, but it's just really dope, man. I, besides all that other stuff, I feel like he's giving us A-plus lyrics. And I feel like even with the hook, the hook is like how my guy Will Gill would say it's infectious. <laughs> <laughs> it's an infectious hook and then like Lil Wayne is just shouting out he's the best rapper alive and that they gonna R-E-S-P-E-C-T me <laughs> and I, I fuck with it all the way I just love this song Lane, Lil Wayne is not being humble on this song at all he's being braggadocious yeah. and I feel like that's what I like a lot about rappers I like when they just like when they show you that like they're fly they're ill they're dope this is why they are a rapper they're characters you know and that's just really dope I really like all the braggadocious things that he was bringing. I love the skit right before it because I feel like it sets the song up right, be- right like, like before this song. So, um, before this song starts off, he has a skit and he talk. He's talking to um, uh, Mac Main and he's talking. And he's like, "Yo, yo, you know, you know, this guy, this guy the other day came up to me with a camera and was like, "Yo, can I batter you on camera?" And he's like, yo, how much you gonna make off this shit, man? What the fuck, what the fuck you gonna do right here? And he was like, man, just in case y'all don't think I be taking this rapping shit serious, dog. 
this is I'm gonna show you right here and boom the, the track starts and it's just like so ill so dope so fresh so unique and I feel like only Wayne could do this back in 05 and when he says the best rapper alive I don't think there's nobody that says you're lying to me you're lying like why are you lying stop lying and I just feel like I don't know man this song, Best Rapper Alive, I, I'm, I'm doing, a, I, I don't think I'm doing any type of justice on talking about this song <laughs> right here, but I would highly recommend and highly suggest track number seven. Everybody go back on C2 and check out Best Rapper Alive, man. I just, man, one of the best songs, like top three songs right here. Did you like that song, uh, uh, Best Rapper Alive, track yeah, number seven? Yeah, I'm actually uh, very happy you brought up the skit that. Uh, brings the song in track number six on the block number one skit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it does a fucking great job, like setting up the record. Like you said, like Wayne's talking about how serious he takes rapping, like people coming up to him. Yeah. Thinking just because he's from the South, he ain't about that rap shit. He ain't got no bars. Because, you know, at the time, Southern rappers weren't getting the respect that uh, that he feels like they just they deserve because it's like rap. Like, the rappers coming out the South was, like, the Yin Yang Twins. Yeah. And, uh, they were a little John. Everybody was yeah, getting crunk. Crunk-type crunk rappers. And he's saying, you know, just because I'm not, I'm from the South, yeah. don't don't get it twisted. I'm really about that rap shit. And if you <laughs> want to come rap with me, you better bring your bread. Yeah. Because I take it serious. And then the fact that the track The Best Rapper Alive comes in right after that, it really hits it deep. Mm-hmm. I love the guitar that carries that record. It, like, yeah. makes it like a rock like party record but it's like braggadocious bars and, and you know what i really like when rappers do what's that i love when rappers grab the mic and be like you know what i'm the best yeah and i challenge you to tell me i'm not the best yeah and yeah, i really yeah. feel like wayne is doing that on that record and he really put his dick on the table pause <laughs> but he did that shit on that record you know you have a track called best rapper alive best believe other rappers are coming at you. He's oh, not, yeah. he's oh, not yeah. saying he's the king of the South. Yeah. He's not saying he run the West. He's not saying I am New York. <laughs> Best rapper alive. There's a lot of rappers that were alive in 2005. Yep. And Wayne is putting his flag down and saying, I'm better than all y'all. Mm-hmm. And uh, he came with it. He defended his uh, statement in this album and that song. And I fucking love that shit. <laughs> you know what? I said it on, I said it on the last review. Will Gill is a true Lil Wayne fan, <laughs> especially during this time. Maybe not today. Maybe not today. Yeah. Like, it's like, you know, when I say who is Lil Wayne, I don't get a lot of answers. But I feel like, <laughs> I feel like Will Gill, man, I, I just really, I'm happy that you fuck with that song because I feel like you of all people, that, they would fuck with that song, man. Word, word, word. With all that said, man, we got 22 songs. We'll be here all day if we like talk songs. about every one of them specifically. So with that said, let's get into the general Vontato Pro. Let's get it. Tell them to bow down to me and greatness. Well, they ain't never do what I do. They wish they could do what I do. Yes, sir. Vontato Pro, this album has a lot of special cloth on yeah. it. And Vontae the Pro, I want to just start with the goddamn intro. Uh, well, okay, okay. And I love the opening of this album just well, because it, uh, you know, Wayne, it, so just just in case you guys haven't heard this album in a long time, the intro of this song the is mob. called The Mob. Yep, yep. And I love the, uh, the intro because Wayne, to me, he sounds like a starving artist. And at this time, Wayne's already established. Yeah. But he's still coming with us like a hungry artist. Mm-hmm. He's hitting us bars like, 
When the jungle was open, I rode in with the riders, stole food from the bears, brought it back to the lions. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, come on, man. That's when you have a record called Best Rapper Alive, you gotta come with bars. Like oh that. yeah, oh yeah. And that's what I like about this early 2000 Wayne's. It's like he's really giving us bars that are like it's hitting hard. They have metaphors. There's wordplay. Mm-hmm. And what he's saying, there's a lot of evidence to back it up. Mm-hmm. And uh, this intro is just straight out great production to me. I don't know any other rapper that wouldn't want to rap over this instrumental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I think is dope about the mob is literally there's no hook. Mm, it's all, just it's Wayne all, rapping. Yes, yeah, all gas, no brakes. Yeah, all gas, all no gas, brakes. no brakes. I love that to the pro. And um, just straight bars. And that's why I love the opening uh, record of this track. It's really a statement, and uh, you can't go wrong with the mob. You, you you can't go wrong with it, and and I like the, the I like the fact that he's just going for headshots. I liked it. No gas, uh, all gas, no brakes. And I just feel like you know he's not playing around when he's saying he's the best. Yeah. And I feel like within like the first track, you get like a good taste of that. This the the tone has now been set. The 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 like he's shooting for the stars right here. And I just feel like I really fuck with the song a lot. So all right, so we we talked about the intro. So I want to talk about one of the lead singles. And now you said like Will Will Gill, you and I met around the time of uh yeah. this certain song got popping. Fireman. Fire. Yes, sir. Uh, did you like that single, or did you think that you know that single didn't work for him? Yeah. All right. Look. As soon as those fucking fire sirens go off, this record has your attention. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, as soon as you hear those sirens, quiet everything you're doing. (laughs) Shh. The fireman is coming. (laughs) And that's like just so great. It hits you like right in your soul, catches your attention. And I feel like in the early 2000s, a lot of artists were making. A lot of gimmicky type records, like yeah, Trillville yeah. dropped some cut where they built a record oh, around like yeah, Bed yeah, Springs. Yeah, Yin Yang Twins dropped a song called Whisper Song where they were whispering Wait, throughout the yeah. <laughs> Joel Santana dropped the whis- whistle song where there was like uh, they built the instrumental around a whistle exactly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, if, yeah. Uh, if if you know about the early two thousands, you realize that a lot of records were gimmick. Type bubble gum. records, yeah, yeah. Bubble gum. a lot of bubblegum. And I think what and this record um, shows why Wayne is better than everyone else at the time <laughs> is because this record too. Don't get me wrong, this the Fireman record is a gimmick record. It's a song built. You think so? Yeah, it's a song built around Fireman sirens and like I'm I'm spinning fire, so I'm the fireman. It's gimmicky. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. But what makes Wayne special is that he can make a gimmick record Mm -hmm. and make it timeless. And that's why this record, Fireman, is uh, timeless. And the other records like Yin Yang Twins, Trailville, Some Cut, you know, uh, Joel Santana, Whisper Song. I don't see myself ever re-listening to those records. But yeah, yeah, Fireman yeah. comes on, I'll re-listen to it. No problem. It's yeah, all yeah, good. Yeah. Fire record. It great, doesn't sound dated. Yeah, great lead single. What about you, Montana Pro? I like I like that song a lot. I, I think what I liked a lot about the song was the video. 
I, re- yeah. I remember. I remember seeing the video of him running down the little uh, the little fire station or whatever, and just the way how he delivered everything, it was really fucking dope. And I liked I liked all the points you brought up because like when I listened to all those other records that you named, like the Wade, the Whisper, uh, Whisper song, and a couple other records, like I felt like they're dated. Yeah, D. Pharrell, uh, Laffy Taffy, Laffy Taffy, yeah. like it's just dated. As soon as as soon as those songs come on, I'm already like. Painting a POV of where I was at in my life. But when Fireman comes on, I'm just like, just taking in word for word, like everything he says, like instrumentally dope, like lyrically dope. Um, the hook was fresh and unique. And like, and I felt like this was the first single and this is the first thing I heard from C2. So I knew that this project was going to be different and unique because I was like, okay, he has to drop something different from C1 because there's no Manny Fresh. Yeah, this is the first time No yeah. Manny Fresh. This is the first song exactly I remember I heard because this is this is like for me personally I wasn't on the internet like that and I remember that like okay this is the very 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 first time I'm listening to a Little Wayne song with No Manny Fresh and man I gotta say he killed this shit he yeah. literally he literally he literally killed this shit right here so alright so I feel like we did a lot of justice on that I want to talk about some other songs that were really okay. dope and I feel like we we need to hit these listeners up on inside the head right now now when I say when I say <laughs> hit them up. I want to talk about that song right hit there. Him did you, up, did, hit him up. Yeah, did you like hit him up, man? I feel like that's um yeah. that, that's that's a that's a B side record right there. Yeah, you know, I, I like the fact that you said B side record. It, it 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 is truly that. It's like one of the great records that is not a great record, but it's mm. great at the same time. And that's what okay. I, and I think that's what B side records are. It's like yeah, yeah, these yeah, are yeah. good songs. That are not created to be seen. It's not commercially like. And um, this song "Hit 'Em Up" uh, reminds me of a song on the Carter One. Uh, What's that? Uh, it's called uh, "The Heater." Oh, the, the heater! heater yeah, yeah, yeah. The heater uh, burning bruises Ooh. on my hip this year. Yeah, shoot yeah, yeah. head, head, leg, arm. You know that <laughs> arm, song. Leg. And uh, "Hit 'Em Up" reminds me of that record, like tone wise. It's it's a little different, like sonically, but. I love when Wayne comes with these street records. Mm-hmm. And he's showing you. This was when Wayne was saying Sue Whoop. <laughs> and it really meant something. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he was. I feel like when he makes these records like that, he's really making it for the streets and hit them up. Just great, authentic record. And uh, I really feel every word he says. In that you know song. what's crazy? Like. Okay, so 05, 05 Lil Wayne, if he says Sue Whoop, I think he was really calling out to a group of people. Yeah. If he says Sue Whoop today, I'm thinking he's just calling out to the industry. <laughs> I'm just thinking he's calling out to Chris Brown, Soulja Boy, and all this. I, I just can't get over that. But overall, on Hit Em Up, I feel like the wordplay is just jaw-dropping. Yeah. I feel like, I just liked it. I, I, I like Hit Em Up. I feel like it's just like, th- this is all like dome shot lyrics right here, and I, I really fuck with Hit Em Up a lot. So, okay, so you said this is a piece I, I said this to be side record and you agree to it and i want to talk about something that i feel like got some type of commercial success Ooh. and i feel like i want to talk about this we need to shoot our shot and when i say we need to shoot our shot i'm talking about this this record right here with robin thick shooter yes the first time uh. i ever heard the young bull robin thick what you think about the song shooter first things first i love the bass line that carries this record mm-hmm. and um uh, second thing second i don't know <laughs> if that's a term but <laughs> robin thick just sounds soothing smooth as fuck on this hook yeah yeah and uh wayne is just venting for uh every southern rapper out there he's saying like we don't get the the respect that we deserve and he has some dope bards towards the end of this record where it says and to the radio station i'm tired of being patient stop being rapper racist region haters hmm. spectators 
dictators. Behind door dictators. It's outrageous. <laughs> you don't know how sick you make us. I want to throw up like chips in Vegas. But this is Southern Face It. If we too simple, mm. then y'all don't get the basics. And I was like, that summarized the South so fucking perfectly. perfectly. Wow. And it takes an artist like Wayne yeah, yeah, to yeah. lyrically come with it. That is not overly complicated. Like sometimes the outcast, what they do goes over people's heads. It goes over mine. Yeah. But Wayne is like just like your average person. He's talking to you. It's easy to connect with them. Yeah, yeah. And he's able to be braggadocious, relatable, and show out at the same time. And mm. I think he really did that for the South on that record. Yeah, yeah. I, I see the same exact thing. And I feel like it was a, I feel like overall it was like, Crossover game strong. Yeah. Crossover game strong, man. Like, I feel like when he dropped this record right here, I felt like, okay, so this is the Wayne that I've been listening to for the last couple of years. And I feel like when I heard this record, he sounded more special, unique. The instrumental was different. I got Robin Thicke, who at this time, this might be like the second time I've ever heard him on a song. Word. And I just felt like it was really, 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 really unique. And I really, honestly, when it comes down to this song right here, Shooter, I don't even know what to compare it to. Word. I don't know what else, I don't know what else to compare Shooter to, um, so I just really like that song right there, a, a, a hell of a lot right there. <laughs> so um, okay, so we're talking about this, and I feel like there's some player stuff right here. So let's talk about some more player songs right here. You I want, want, I'm go, go ahead. I think you know where I'm going right now. Let's talk about some grown man stuff. You want to talk about track number ten, grown man? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Featuring currency. Look, man, that record is just player as fuck. Yeah. Instrumentally, the record is smooth. I feel like. Is probably one of the better instrumental records on the album. Mm -hmm. And uh, Wayne is delivering, and uh, the hook on this uh, instrumental, he's just writing perfectly. Mm -hmm. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Wayne, Wayne, like rapping wise, vocally, he's even putting on like his R&B, like smooth as fuck, like radio voice for this record. Yeah, and yeah. we also get a currency verse. Yeah. And it's funny to hear this currency verse now because you can really hear Cash Money trying to mold him into Wayne Part 2. Yeah. But knowing, I can see that yeah. too. I can see that too. But knowing where his career went, you realize, yeah, this guy Currency, he works like Lil Wayne. Yeah. He puts out a lot of projects. He's from he's from where Lil Wayne's from. Exactly, but he's a stoner rapper. Yeah. And his fit in Cash Money never worked out. Ever. Because they always wanted him to be little Wayne Jr. Damn. And he was, and you know, he had his own lane that he had wanted to fill and the lane that Cash Money wanted to fill never fit. So every time I hear that currency verse, yeah, yeah. I'm always taken aback about how different his career sounds from that verse on to on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, overall, though, record produced perfectly a uh, solid record great instrumental great songwriting even the currency verse even though like i'm saying like his career is so different than that specific verse yeah yeah great verse god yeah, damn yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like his his half of uh, the whole verse but half the verse he he pretty much does like this crazy ass flow he's flowing like a fucking river and it's crazy <laughs> like like every every metaphor he's dropping on us is just like gems and i, I really fuck with the currency verse a lot and it's one of those verses that make me like when i listen to 
to it, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is currency. Yeah. This is currency because, like, you, you brought up a lot of good points because he's, a, he's a, you know, he's he's next to Wiz. He's, he's, he's a, a hot spitter. Yeah, yeah, he's Planks. a hot spitter. He's, like, he, he's the friendly neighborhood stoner, and it's like, we don't hear verses like this from him, like, usually. But, uh, like, the way that he flowed, th- flowed on this song, though, was just, like, crazy. And I, I really fuck with the song a lot. Um, there's only one other song I want to talk about right now, and I want to talk about this song right here. It's called uh, Receipt. If you Ooh, heard of, Montana Pro Cupcake No Filling. <laughs> hey, I knew you were going to bring up this song, Montana Pro, because nah. <laughs> you too sweet and that song is too soft. So I knew you had to bring up a hook that said, you know, I couldn't say this shit to your, your face, face, so I, I had to do it over stairs and bass. Yeah, 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 so yeah, go yeah, ahead, Montana yeah. Pro, bring up your favorite track on this album, man. Come on, man. Shit. I was just going to say that. It's kind of hard saying this shit to your face, so I got to do this over stairs and the bass. <laughs> 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 no, nah, man, like, real quick, I just want to say, like, dope song, dope beat. I just liked how he flipped the Isley's, the Isley's Brothers' uh, layaway. Um, to, be, to be honest, I just feel like this song sounds like it's just, like, it's made for your main chick, man. This yeah. is this is made for your main chick. This is this is made for the one right here. This ain't made for you know all the little side things you have out there. But I just feel like it's really dope. Vulnerable is like something that I feel like vulnerable and Lil Wayne should never be in the same sentence. But I <laughs> like I like I like how he is on receipt. I just really think I just really think like. I don't know. It's just really dope. I like that. I liked him taking that chance, like and him him having this moment because like or else we're gonna. I think. I think songs like Receipt and there's other records out there that like with him being vulnerable and him talking about, you know, him as a person, I feel like it makes you feel like this album can be a classic and this album will be a classic because you like most albums when I hear an album and it's just like gangster lyrics, bar at the bar at the bar at the bar and there's no moment like I just don't really fuck with it. I check in and I check out. I'm just like it's just not really for me. But I just like this. I like I like that he's just showing that he's like a regular ass person and just like overall what I want to say about Lil Wayne at this time and just like this album is like no one sounded like Lil Wayne. Like no one sounded like Lil Wayne but Lil Wayne. Like <laughs> it, was, it was really crazy. Um, everything like on this album could go wrong in so many fucking ways. Like this is this this is a second album. This is something without Manny Fresh. This is like a whole new production. Everything is unique to us and it doesn't really it doesn't even sound like Manny Fresh made some of these beats so like it could go wrong but it just really goes good and I just I really I really like this and there's just like tons of reasons like like I feel like an artist from the south can't make it because like during this time like nobody from the nobody from the south was really putting on but but Lil Wayne at the time but Lil Wayne just kicked down all these doors and like he just made niggas respect the south <laughs> and I just really I just really like it like I don't know. I just, I just don't really see somebody doing the things that Lil Wayne was doing at this time. Like Lil Wayne, he was coming with, coming with A One features. We got, um, we got him on, on features. He got him on this whole album. A One versus Currency, Robin Thicke. Like this album moves along. This has a totality, very smoothly and unique and good. And I just like. Man, I just I just really fuck with C two. Like C two is really good. I get why a lot of people say like this is better than you know the the better Carter, but you know that's everybody's own opinion. I think. Okay. Uh, so uh, you, uh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, anything else you want to talk about on the general side? Yeah, we get hell, ignorant? hell, nah. I got a lot more to say. All right, all right, we'll get what's up because this is one of my favorite CDs of all time. <laughs> okay, okay. And to back up your point about. Why a lot of people fuck with this Carter too, and you see the growth in this little Wayne. Yeah, yeah. I want to bring up specifically one of I feel one of Little Wayne's most impressive tracks of his career. Oh, what's that? And it's track number twenty-one. Get over. 
Oh, okay, and okay, the okay. reason I want to bring up this track, first and foremost, I want to say this record is like chicken noodle soup. And you know what's, why? What's that? Why? It's good for the soul. <laughs> <laughs> Rapping-wise, I feel like this Wayne is like one of his, uh, this record is one of Wayne's standout songs. Rapping wise, he's hitting us with bars like stay strong, be tough. That's what the preacher tell you. Mm. But he can't even tell you because he ain't never felt you. And uh, you need a shoulder to lean on somebody to cry to. But everything's gone. But I'm a survivor. Mm. It's just like bars like that are just extremely relatable. Like no matter what you're going through in life, like you could kind of find something in you to yeah, relate yeah, yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah. And Wayne is like exploring themes of losing people close to him and how it affects his life. And this record is just filled with bars that are just like about pushing through tough time. Again, he's coming with bars like, that's life, y'all. Sometimes you gotta learn how to swim with no lifeguard. Mm. Lost hurts so much I'm gonna start bleeding. The beautiful dead, we living with the ugly. This record is just filled with amazing moments, soulful instrumentals, a soul-wrenching hook, bars that hit deep. And, like, really, I don't understand, like, what more would you want from a record, like, Get Over. Yeah, And yeah. it's perfect that it's, like, towards the back end of this album. Yeah, because second to last song. When you're, like, getting towards the end of this album and you get hit with a record like that, it really makes you want to re-listen to the rest of the album. Start it all over, so, yeah. So, uh, great, great uh, song placement by production and and while we talking about towards the back end of this album i love track number 20 feel me okay okay and, and well, the, what's re up? the reason this record is constructed around an interview that wayne had whether it's fake or real i never was able to uh understand which what it was but it's just so creative to not have a hook in a record mm -hmm. and have your hook be set up as an interview. interview yeah and it's saying oh why are you doing this why are you doing that and it's like why do these people love you and you're answering those questions as your hook yeah yeah and not only are you answering those questions as a hook you're just hitting us with just great braggadocious verses over and over mm -hmm. and it say you feel me yeah. do you feel me <laughs> and that's what i love about that record and that's what i love about early 2000 wayne's is is because he's telling us that he's bringing a lot more than your average rapper he's telling you that in the yeah. book and then he'll prove it in the verses <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and that's what i love about this dude man man and, yeah. and, and if you want to talk about hooks Mm. We could go into track number three, Money on My Mind, Ooh. which is one of the best hooks on the album. And personally, y'all, the listeners don't know, but Vontae the Pro, he know. What's up? Uh, personally, <laughs> uh, I, I play poker for a living. Yep. So when this hook comes on, <laughs> when I'm listening to this shit in the <laughs> casino, I literally feel like I'm gambling to an anthem yeah, yeah money on my mind money money on my mind money it's like how I can you of. yeah how can you not get down on that shit and yeah. Wayne is really in his pocket mm -hmm. on this record he's hitting us with metaphors wordplay and he's hitting us with those bathroom bars that Wayne always hits us with throughout his whole career mm -hmm. dear Mr. Toilet I'm this shit yeah. got these other rappers pissed <laughs> Wayne's been coming with the best bathroom bars for the last <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> and it's not a game. And uh, one small thing before I wrap up. I want to bring up Fly In 
uh, track number two. Okay. And um, I talked about the intro track, The Mob, to begin our general. Yeah, good intro. And I want to say this record, Fly Into, is pretty much a second intro song. Mm. And I think, arguably, the ride of this album might be slightly better if this track was number one and The Mob was track number two. You think so? Yeah, it would slightly set a better tone of the album if the first things you hear is, So they asked me. Young boy, what you going to do the second time around? Yeah. How you going to come back? I tried total. I come back like 32. Mm. I jump back like 33. (laughs) It's nothing. Dramatic beat build. Mm. And then bars on top of bars on top of bars. Lyrics. (laughs) If that opens the record and then you have the mob follow up right behind it with bars Damn. on top of bars on top of bars and then yeah, you, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then you go that. into another record money on my mind with hook fire mm. hook then you go into fireman which has a fire hook fire instrumental catchy record that yep. you could get first listen what a ride to open the album and carter 2 just i feel this album little wayne the carter 2 is his best album to date mm. um we talked about the conception of the album as a whole on Carter One. Yeah, we yeah. talked about uh, the title, The Carter, is supposed to be a walkthrough of the project housing, The Carter. It's supposed to be a crack house. From, like from New Jack City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and this is the crack house, The Carter. And I felt like Carter One kind of dropped the ball where I said... Uh, sonically, I'm kind of missing that you crack house yeah, yeah. feel. But on the Carter 2, Lil Wayne is in that pocket. <laughs> Marley, don't shoot him. Mm. Like, these skits make sense. The, uh, the flow of the album makes sense. The album cover of this album is fly as fuck. He yeah. looks like a goddamn drug dealer. <laughs> yeah. Like, makes it the world's worst. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, everything thing up everything about this album makes sense he's rapping he's got hooks he got wordplay he mm. got bars he got skits he got pretty much everything he and got it's that his time. soul it's and, his time and and not only is this it's his time this is Wayne on his own no yeah. many fresh no juvie no bg yeah i don't even know if there's a fucking birdman feature on here and i don't think there is and thank god there isn't <laughs> Yeah, that's and the biggest problem really, on C1. Yeah, and this is really Wayne on his own saying, this is me, and I feel like he's hitting at the highest point of his career on this album, Carter Two. I feel body of work-wise, great album, and uh, goddamn, if you haven't heard this <laughs> Carter Two all the way through, go back. make sure you do so. All right, well, Gil, all right, I want to ask you real quick. We can go ahead and uh, fast forward real quick because I like how you're going right now. What do you rate this album? A to F. What are you giving it? You want my rating right now? I feel like I'm asking Wayne right now. No, nah, we can't do that right now. Let's get into our dislikes. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all hold on for that. Oh, man. All right, let's get, let's get a little ignorant. I like this part. Let's do it. No, no, because I don't fuck with nobody. Yeah, I don't fuck with nobody. Like, at all. Nobody. So... <laughs> It's very simple. Wait I, a minute. I, Vontana Pro, <laughs> hey, it is very, 
Very simple. Man. I've been going first with a yeah. lot of stuff. So, want to the pro? Why don't you take the lead on this uh, dislike Will, side and uh, let's get a little ignorant over Will here, right? Will Gill, I didn't. You know what? I fast forward through this part because I didn't think you had a dislike, but I'm happy you did bring up the dislike. Okay. okay. All right. So, I want to talk about mine real quick since the coin is flipped towards me. I want to talk about this song I did not like from the beginning. I, did, I just don't really care for this song overall. It's not. I want to say it should be easy. With 22 songs, it should be very, very easy to find out a song that I don't like, but it was kind of hard. Overall, on C2, the song that I'm not fucking with at all, and I feel like uh, it's just treated in the trash. It's track number five, Mo Fa Ya. Weezy. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't need this record. I don't need this what? record. I don't. I don't. I don't need Mo Fire. This is the beginning of um of a little Wayne doing something that like this is the birth of um the the new re the rebirth or whatever. All pretty much what I'm trying to say with this song right here. It was like its own genre and its own. It was kind of like a reggae influence. It was kind of like a different type of bounce. I didn't feel like it really flowed at all in this it's album. That Rastafarian gangster music. Yeah, and I don't. Why? You know what I mean? Like, why? Why, why do we need this song right here? It's I part of the Carter thing. It does not need to be part of the Carter. I feel like this is okay. I would rather take a Birdman feature than hear Stop. this. Yes, than hear Mo Fire. Like I don't. Lisa. I don't feel like. I don't feel like this song right here brings any value to this album. Every time I listen to this to this album, I feel like this song holds the album back. It's like, yo, I'm listening to this album. This track number five. So I'm going to listen to this album. I'm having a great start. The intro's fire. Everything goes in good. And then I'm listening to, I'm going all the way down to track number four, Fireman. I'm like, yo, this is a lead single. This is dope. And then we get Mo Fire. Why the fuck do I need Mo Fire after Fireman? Because it's Mo Fire. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. It makes all the sense. No, it doesn't. Like, when you think about lyrically and how he tried to execute the song, how, how boring and how basic the song was. Okay, I don't think in 05, I should ever use the words boring and basic in the same sentence as Lil Wayne, the rapper. And I just feel like he just dropped the ball, man. I just feel like instrumentally, it, it, it doesn't flow good. And I feel like it's out of place doesn't really it doesn't really flow well with the whole theme of this album i don't i can't even really tell nobody what this song is about you know what i mean and i just feel like i feel like birdman everybody on cash money let said wayne make whatever you want just give us the album we'll sell it and i feel like when he when he he did all that and he said yo i also got this one record that i don't know what to do with but just put it on the album and he put it on the album and it just it didn't it didn't make any sense at all to me. So I can just keep going on and on and on and on and on and on. But I just feel like overall, Mo Fire needs to be just Mo Trash. Okay. <laughs> couple of things. Um, right, what's up? I know we're on the dislikes, but a couple of things. What's up? Mo Fire 1, it makes all the sense in the world. Because after Fireman, ah. what is better to fire... Follow up the fireman, but Mo Fire. Oh my god! And then the Rastafarian oh. gangster music sample, it's like hook bass, is Wayne always leaned on that, and it makes sense for the theme of the album of like gritty gutterness. Like, you I'm, think which, so? Yes, you think so? No, I know so. Oh my! And so that gosh. makes sense, and uh, especially so we have the track Fireman, right? Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. We go into, the lead single, and then we go into Mo Fire. Like I'm, I'm bringing it some more, mm-hmm. and this is gutter. This is dirty, like Rastafarian hook. Like you could feel that shit in your soul. And not only is that song like after Fireman, but you know what song precedes that? What's that? 
best rapper alive. It's like, just in case you are not catching the theme yeah, of this, yeah, yeah. which obviously you are not. Marching yeah, I'm not, I'm not. It's like, this man is showing you, I am getting busy. I am setting flames on all these tracks. And that's what Mo Fire is. Oh, so man. I completely disagree about that track being a uh, 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 worst track on the album. Great record, great bars, great hook. And um, the placement of that record is perfect. Oh my gosh. On Mo Fire, the hook is just boring. It's, it's this Caribbean island, island vibe, but just. It's just really dope to me. Uh, it's not really dope to me at all. I feel like just the hook, Mo Fire, yeah. Weezy, Mo Fire, yeah. Give him. What the fuck is that? You what can't the- even say it right. You ain't saying it right. Because it, cause it, cause it doesn't sound good. That's why, that's, why <laughs> that's why I can't say it. I just, I just don't really fuck with the song. I get your point, but I just like, for me, it doesn't make sense. I would rather go from Fireman and to go into the next song right after that and go into uh, Best Rapper Alive than listening to the, that's okay. So we go from Fireman the single into Best Rapper Alive. My standout record right there. Mo Fire is just in the way. Okay. Mo, Mo Fire is just just Mo trash. Okay. But I get your point. Okay. I'm happy that your wayness just stand out right now. But I want we can get past that. I want to ask you, Will Gill. I want to ask you since we we're on the opposite end of this podcast. What is something on this album that you are not fucking with? Okay, um, just so we're clear, this album has twenty two songs. Goddamn, yeah, that's a lot of songs. That's <laughs> way too many songs. Uh, this album has a total of three skits. So a. 19 total songs mm. I would say the worst moment Of this album is On the block number 2 skit And on the on the block number 3 skit Skits? Yeah The skits? You have a problem with the issue? I would just say they're just Irrelevant Don't mm. add anything to the album I don't know why they're there It's one of the big issues I had with Carter 1 Were these skits of like Just random clips of people talking to each other about the block and somehow slightly relating it to Lil Wayne and Cash Money but not really so I always felt like those skits never brought anything to the album okay on the block part one was a perfect transition to best rapper alive yeah, yeah, and yeah. I felt like part two part three didn't do that justice that part one did yeah and um song wise if i'm being extremely nitpicky what's up i don't think any of these songs are bad uh i would say lock and load is the most filler sounding song of the album i can see that i wouldn't even say that's a bad record but if i had to pick one lock and load uh if i had one song to skip in this album it would be that just because uh the hook is kind of boring to me and subject wise it's a subject that Wayne really does kind of beat to death a lot in his music and there's nothing new there but outside of that overall great records all around oh man your love for little Wayne is just like so bright right now yeah. Yeah. all right all right so um looks like we cleaned up on the dislike side we talked about the general we talked about the good the bad the ugly so let's <laughs> go ahead and get to the ratings you, you you we good now yeah 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 all right so i'm gonna ask you this question but it's a dumb question from okay. a to f will gill what did you give this album okay um i know the answer i feel like it okay already. i think this album I feel like it, it, it it's debatable. 
like if you tell if you feel like I'm wrong on this opinion, I get why people think I'm wrong on this opinion. But I'm gonna stand by it and say I think this Lil Wayne Carter Two album is honestly a classic. What? I think it I think it changed I think it changed the direction of music. I think uh you could even hear it now. The two this album dropped in two thousand and five. And yeah, rappers yeah. right now in 2017 are still trying to sound like Lil Wayne Carter too. Yeah, yeah. And that's how impactful this music is. Like I say, a lot of times like classics either need to have great singles that just like chart the radio. Hits. Hits. Huge records. Or they need to sonically change the way we digest, listen, mm-hmm. understand music. And I think this Carter too, Lil Wayne music, honestly changed the way we listen to rap it changed the way we view southern rappers before mm. wayne a lot of southern rappers were dance rappers yeah yeah laffy yeah. taffy snap your fingers lean back wayne was rapping you know why the south didn't get respect because they were dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wayne yeah. was rapping. The rest of these other people were fucking dancing. Wayne really held the fucking South down lyrically when no one else was. This album is no Manny Fresh. I don't know any other rapper that could have dropped an in-house producer and grow in a one-year span. Carter One dropped in 2004. This album dropped in 2005. That's one year span. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Lil Wayne grew, developed, was able to rap over the sonically so much different instrumentals than Manny Fresh was delivering to Wayne. And he just grew, developed. This album is so much darker. It has so much soul behind it. And we, this is the first time we really get Lil Wayne. Look at the fucking cover. This man looks like a fucking G. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, um, yeah. Carter 2, to me, this album is a classic. classic. I don't listen to... When I listen to it, I do not skip one song. Damn. I think this album delivers every which way you would want a hip-hop album to deliver. Wow. Will classic. Gill. Oh, my gosh. I can say it. I can say it, but you just proved why you're a Wheezy fan. <laughs> but, um, all right. You see, man, there's, I can't sum it up any better. There's no way I can word that better than you. <laughs> a plus. I don't know if I'm giving giving it the classic crown. Yeah. I'm, I don't know about that, but I feel like A plus. I don't know what they could do better. Yeah. I don't know what they could yeah. do better at all, man. Where is the improvement? I don't know. Yeah. Skits. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like that's what makes this album Clean it special. Up a little bit. That'd be, that'd be about it. But uh, all right. So um, you want to wrap this uh, podcast up? Yeah. Um, we always go uh, stream, listen, buy. Oh, yeah, 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 Obviously, yeah. for me, it's a buy because I give it a classic. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, if you guys have a chance to buy it on CD, you guys have a chance to buy it online. Oh yeah, yeah. I uh, highly suggest you do so because this album is worth the money, even if you have a streaming account. This album is worth a hard copy. Yeah, I feel the same exact way. I would buy it. Um, if I had it on vinyl and I was playing this vinyl, especially around people like Will Gill, I'd be, <laughs> be looking at the vinyl and then looking at the person and like, just like, yeah, I did that. I, I, I got this on right now. What's up? <laughs> yeah, word, word, word. All right, Monte the Pro. Um, you want to get into our closing questions? All right, uh, we'll, we'll, real, real, real quick, let's get into it. Ha, 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 ha. 
That's why you take a few steps back uh-huh. to go. You ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers. All right, Will Gill, this might be a tough question for you, but I want to ask it. I want to ask it. Uh, okay, so this is C2. Okay. So far on the Hip Hop Review Podcast, we've we done C1. We, now this is C2. We've done C3. I don't feel like we're going to do C4, but um, I just want to ask you, are you, do you, do you want to hear C5? Do you, do, is that something that you're looking forward to, or is that something um, that you're like, if you heard it, you you know, is that something you're looking forward to, yeah. or what? Uh, me, personally, I haven't liked a Lil Wayne project since the Carter 3, which, yeah. honestly, as time goes by, my enjoyment of Carter 3 falls off more and more. Really? Yes. And, um... Damn. So no, I am not looking forward to Carter Five. I, I, anytime I hear like feature Wayne verses, I just always think it's trash. Wayne dropped a, a mixtape about two years ago that me and Monsieur Pro crowned one of the worst projects of the year. No ceilings. No, uh, yeah, no ceilings yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. We crowned one of the <laughs> yeah. worst projects of the year, yeah. and no, I don't want to hear any more <laughs> Little Wayne. I, especially when I go back and listen to Carter 1, Carter 2, it just reminds me of how far yeah. the top has fallen. So, no, I don't yeah. want to listen to it. What you about know, you? Um, you know what? That's a good point because what he's done like 50 or 60 albums or so far. So, yeah. it's kind of like what 43. You, yeah, yeah. It's like, what's the point? But um, for me, I want to hear C5. It's kind of like when um, when Drake's views dropped. It was kind of like, okay. We we hold you at the high regard. We hold you. We, we we put you on this pedestal, but we need you to consistently come through, and we need you to prove to us and show to us why you are who you are. So I feel like C five could possibly have that. I feel like I'm not saying that Lil Wayne can um, ever prove to me why or that he is the best rapper alive today, but I feel like he can drop something that can make me feel like, oh shit, like all right, this guy is uh, unique. Or he could drop something that make me feel like this is why I'm not fucking with Wayne no more. Word, 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 <laughs> man. Um, I think that's perfectly said. And with that all being said, let's all, let's wrap up, man. Yes, sir. If you want to let us know how you feel about this Lil Wayne album, specifically the Carter Two, you can hit us up on Twitter at hhr underscore pod. We uh-huh. hashtag Team Follow back over here. So if you fuck with us. We fuck with you all day. <laughs> and you can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, mm. iTunes, uh, Google Play, and a uh-huh. whole bunch of other fucking platforms that we don't even know about. <laughs> but we everywhere. <laughs> and uh, so just look us up, Hip Hop Review Podcast, and we everywhere. Yes, sir. Look us up. Look us up. And also look us up on GoFundMe and uh, drop some change on us. <laughs> all right. And as always, I am Vontae the Pro, and I'm kicking it with my homie Will Gill and this is the Hip Hop Review Podcast and god damn we changing the podcast game another one let's go